You know, something I've been really thinking about in this social distancing period that we're in is that I've, I really miss watching cartoons. I was just thinking about some of the masterpieces that we were exposed to, you know, the likes of the pop-up girls, the cramped twins, a lot of Cowards the Cowdy Dog, that was good, freaky, but good. Eddie and Eddie, obviously. And Dexter's Lab. Scooby-Doo. The uh, Looney Tunes. The Flintstones. The Jetsons. <laughs> you know, I could go on and on with these, with these cartoons. And, you know, it reminds me of a simpler time where... I would just come from school, have something to eat, maybe have a young nap, and then wake up to watching cartoons for like two two hours or so, and then doing homework, and then getting to maybe watch something a bit later before going to bed. But the later slot was always a bit tricky, because at 8 o'clock, we have, you know, the state broadcaster's news slot so from eight to about it's supposed to end at nine but it goes on until like quarter past ten and you have that news slot and for some reason you know our mothers bless their souls really just want to watch what's happening in the country and it's usually like a a small part of what's really going on but they want to watch it they want to see what's happening sometimes i even question like the weather because what what comes up on on news you know you gotta question it and yeah so i had to really maximize the time i had in the afternoon sometimes get like a sneaky 30 minutes of you know um scooby-doo or something just before doing homework and it was it was great you know no judgment no one was wondering what what this guy's watching because cartoons were the thing for a kid now you know watching cartoons although i'm not shy to do it there's always that feeling that if your dad walks in you know you've got to have the remote close by so that you can change the channel so that he's not asking tough questions about why you're watching cartoons at like the age of 24 but i think when you're like a child at heart you can't shy away from cartoons even if it's just animated movies so you've got your classics like the lion king and stuff like the incredibles and toy story although those are more 3d but you know you can't run away from from the animated side of things, no matter how old you get. So never lose that, okay? Watch as much as you want in terms of cartoon content. And let me know what you guys still watch or what you miss watching. I know that, you know, going down memory lane, which is going to be a bit of a theme for this episode, it kind of reminds me of where I've come from and how much tv i used to consume <laughs> so yeah this is going to be an interesting episode so buckle 
buckle in and let's get started. Episode 6 of the newish, vibranty, you know, podcast that's out there at the moment on the Zimbabwean airwaves. My name is Taku and this is Outside the Box because there's football, but there's also other stuff that you can talk about that's not just football. So we try to not take ourselves too seriously here and we like to talk about Pretty much anything and everything that we can. Trying to keep football in the picture, but we can go on tangents. We can talk about the weather because that's always a great conversation starter, right? And, you know, especially with what's happening at the moment, life, life is a bit weird for us football fans because there's no football to watch unless you're watching old matches or stuff on youtube you know depai compilation videos and all that so that's really what you have to sink your teeth into at the moment because there's no football and i ran a poll on twitter the other day and i was asking like is there life outside of football is there stuff that you can do that's not just football centered and interesting results here because 22% of you said yes there is definitely something that you can do outside of football football is not the be all and end all and 78% of you were like nah i miss it too much it needs to come back these people need to do something about what's happening with football and it needs to show its face again because there's just nothing to do outside of football. So I would love to know what the 22% of you are doing so that I can share that with those who are suffering at the moment because I understand. I understand for a lot of football fans, this is a really difficult time because you'll be getting into like the nitty gritties of the end of the season, the Champions League knockout stages, you know, Liverpool, are they going to win the league? <laughs> and just getting to the end of a lot of football seasons. Mm, so it's a, it's a tricky time. But, you know, heads up, guys, because it's also a really great time to be, you know, existing. I mean, with all the time that we have on our hands, we can do other things and we can find things that maybe we've been putting off. You know, we can look into that and be like, okay, there's that book that I wanted to read. I didn't have a lot of time to do it. Now, you've got loads of time. There's like no excuses. 
to not read that book or to start that hobby. You know, if you want to get into cooking, if you want to become like a content creator, this is like the time to do it and go in with like an open mind and let your imagination just take control, take over because there's really nothing that's stopping you. On the other hand, if you just want to like be lazy and sleep around the house, just not do anything, don't feel bad about that because a lot of people really, you know, get stressed with work and school and all of that. So if you just want to sleep and not do anything, go for that as well. There's no pressure. I've seen quite a few posts about, you know, if you don't come out of this with like a new hobby or something that you've learned or something like that, then you've really wasted this period. But for some people, it's just about chilling, relaxing, letting go of anything that was stressing you out. Just, you know, relax your mind and your body and, you know, reinvigorate that spirit of yours. So there's also that. Do that as well. Twitter, my Twitter handle has changed, ladies and gentlemen. I thought, you know, because I am football-centric and, you know, my second name is, is literally like football. So I've changed my Twitter handle to I am Taku FC. So if you've been looking for me on my old handle, really sorry, change that and we are moving, you know, with this new one. So I'm hoping that will catch on. And I posted something on Twitter just the other day. You know, there's this new trend called TL Asleep. I don't know if you've seen that going around. So, yeah, I posted my own. And I was like, you know, as men, it's okay to want reassurance from your person too. Like, it doesn't just have to be one-sided. You can also ask for reassurance so don't be afraid to do that communicate that you want that reassurance from your person so yeah that's also there and that's been making the rounds a little bit so i appreciate everybody that's been taking time to look into that and stuff so yeah this episode is all about looking at a fundamental question for a lot of us football fans is there life outside of football are there things that we can actually do that don't have to be football-centric? And I guess the answer to that is no. <laughs> there is no life outside of football. Football is our, is, is our thing. It's just everything that makes us tick. It is our lifeblood. We need football. Football needs to come back. But on a serious note, no guess, there is life outside of football there are things that you can do that don't have to be you know centered on this orbital object that we like seeing being kicked around from one end to the other um, but something interesting that i saw on twitter um, a thread was being done by kiara who is a big huge liverpool fan and I'm sure this period is also like really stressful for her because I'm sure she would have wanted to see Jordan Henderson lift that trophy and, you know, go ballistic with that. 
she started a really good thread, a uh, football thread. You guys should check it out. Mm, I will be retweeting it so that you guys can also see and get involved with it. I mean, it's really cool seeing some of um, people's responses and seeing how far back some people's football, you know, heritage, football heritage <laughs> goes. And a really interesting quoted tweet came from Zana, who's a good friend of mine, and we go way back uh, high school days. Uh, I'm pretty sure I actually bowled to him in primary school, like in a cricket game or, or something. I'm pretty sure about that. Uh, but yeah, we go way back and he quoted it, talking about <laughs> this is something that sparks a lot of people who were at the game and who know me. We were playing a a football match against Gateway when I was in Form 1. And, you know, we, we played in a classic sort of like 4-4-2, uh, 4-4-1-1 sort of formation. So I used to have a strike partner called Patrick. He was really good. I mean, he had really good runs and he had a good finish on him as well. And I think we both ended that season with like... 12 goals each or something so we were really we we held it down i mean if you want to talk about real strike partnerships patrick and i were really up there you know the likes of uh a drug band kalu you know anoka and Henri. you guys have nothing on us <laughs> we were we were like black excellence for strike partnerships so i think he laid the ball off to me and I was sort of like jigging past these guys and I was using like the same dummy. You know when Kaka used to do that drag, that stuff for Ronaldinho with the flip-flap? That, you know, the same move, but each defender was falling for it. And I I think I put the ball into like the top corner and the part that everybody remembers really, no one really remembers the goal except Patrick. Everybody remembers the fact that my dad was watching uh, from the side, and I ran, like, I ran to this man, as if I had, I had not seen him in ages, I ran to him, gave him, like, the biggest hug ever, and then had to sort of scurry back onto the field, because, you know, Gateway might want to go and score a goal, but I think we were, like, we were, like, three, four nil up by then, so, you know, we had pretty much wrapped up the game. But that that memory seems to stick <laughs> stick out for like a lot of people and yeah for me as well I mean it was really great um, I, I was really blessed growing up that I had a really supportive family and they would come to like my football matches my cricket matches I was really big into cricket still am uh, and they would you know watch me take the time to actually get to see, okay, this kid actually does, like, serious stuff, because I would always ask for the latest soccer boots and stuff like that. I said soccer. Oh, that's a fine. Okay, that's a fine. I can't be saying soccer. It's called football. You know, ah, these Americans. <laughs> uh, it's called football. It's not soccer. It's football. Okay. Back to our regular programming. So, I used to always ask for, like, the latest football boots and stuff. So, yeah. 
it was it was you know justification for doing that and at least people understood that okay yeah no this guy this guy is serious with what he does so like i mentioned before a lot of like memory lane sort of stuff has been going on with you know social distancing and everything being away from people you have a lot of time on your hands and i've sort of been thinking about you know origins of things so for me yes there is life outside of football i can't you know i can't say that there's there's nothing that i don't do that isn't football related you know i go outside you know talk to my dogs hear what they have to say um and then you know have some fresh air do other things i'm trying to learn how to how to really ramp up my my cooking and also trying to get into like forex trading because apparently that seems to be like something everybody does so i also want to get into that and learn you know a bit of forex trading but just i was just looking back at like origins of football and where i started and how i've come to where i am now in terms of my football knowledge you know some of the positions that i've played you know i used to be a striker and then slowly but surely ended up playing at like center back uh, for for a, a few games at university luckily i never had to then become a goalkeeper although that was that's like my dad's biggest dream is that i would become like a goalkeeper because he was a goalie in high school but that didn't i mean i guess that was not my portion so i've pretty much played every position there is to play on on a football pitch and just looking at where i've come from and where i am now you know football has really been a major part of who i am and that's why this period is really difficult for a lot of people like me who have made football their lifeblood it's it's what drives them this period is really difficult because there are only so many like recaps that you can do and compilations that you can watch online but those recaps have been really great and big up to supersport for giving us like classic matches matches that i had but thrown to the back of my mind really i mean you watch some highlights and you're like wow okay i've forgotten about this um and the the, the one match i wish they didn't show was the Q, the manchester city qbr game that that needed to not come back because that was a very touchy day for a lot of manchester united fans because if Aguero doesn't score that goal, we win the title. And, you know, that whole city juggernaut, blue moon rising stuff might have never happened. So we could still be talking about a Manchester City team that only has like one Premier League title. Or maybe it could have been the beginning of the end, you know. Maybe the Abu Dhabi group would have been like, nah, you know, this might not, this might not work. And we could have been getting all these players that we're here now. So, and there's, you know, the Champions League ban. So maybe 
that's sort of like you know something i can look forward to uh but yeah so for a lot of us who really enjoy football it's a really difficult period and now you are seeing some arguments on the tl you know you're like scott mctominay versus matteo guendouzi really guys is this where we're we're going is this what this is doing to us you know seeing football players doing dances and and all the all that stuff and i'm like just stick to football <laughs> just do football things you know just leave the regular stuff to you know us people you know we we can do the regular things we can do the tiktoks we can do the challenges that stuff you guys just focus on like your football stuff so you know going down memory lane and looking at moments that have sort of defined my football I'll call it a career. <laughs> uh you know looking at moments such as um watching Spurs versus Arsenal for me in 2004 that was a defining day because that day you know I I could have been an Arsenal fan from that day on because I loved watching Thierry Henry. He was like I mean we we have like the same head shape so it felt inevitable that I was going to be supporting Arsenal. And I was watching these guys and I'm like wow okay black excellence you know you've got Ashley Cole you've got Patrick Vieira you've got Thierry Henry you've got Lauren you've got Saul Campbell all these guys playing in one team and I was like okay I think this is where this is where this is an 8-year-old kid looking at this and thinking this is where I need to be. This is what I need to support if I'm going to be following the sport. And my my dad sort of in the evening because uh, this was like in the afternoon when I watched this. In the evening, he kind of um, I talked to him a little bit about it. I was like, "You know, I watched this game in the afternoon like I was watching you know, a team in white and then I saw a team in like predominantly red and they were doing this stuff." And he had a concerned look on his face because obviously my dad's not an Arsenal fan. He was like, "Right, okay, we need to set the record straight." And we watched a, I think it was a cassette, uh, VCR for you know, older generation. What to do <laughs> when we used to watch cassettes on VCRs? There was a Millwall versus Manchester United game that was recorded on that. It was the FA Cup final, and he he made me watch that like over a hundred times. And I think it's been it was imprinted on my brain that this is the team I'm not going to support because I just every time I remember seeing like predominant like a red soccer jersey. Oh, soccer! You know what? Every time I say soccer, I am going to. I should I should do like a fine thing. So I should like. Put money aside for something. I think that's what I'm going to start doing. Every time I say soccer, I'm going to put like money aside <laughs> because I can't. I can't be saying soccer. So yeah. So football jersey red, white shorts. Every time I saw that, if I saw like a a guy with slicked hair and number seven on his back, 
I knew that, okay, there's this guy. That was obviously Cristiano Ronaldo. And then there was a guy who used to just use his left foot. So that would be Ryan Giggs. And then there was a midfielder who used to ping balls from, like, from the center to like left or right. So that was Paul Scholes. So every time I saw that, I knew, okay, I need to support this team. And my dad made it very clear that Manchester United is the team we're supporting. There is no other team that we're supporting. If you want to go ham with like international teams, be my guest. But when it comes to the main club teams, it is Manchester United. Keep it like that. And I was like, yes, sir. And I guess that was the best decision I could have ever made in my life. Although it was sort of imprinted on my brain, <laughs> brainwashing and all, that was like the best decision ever made. Yes, things are a bit funny at the moment with United, but I don't think I, I don't regret, you know, being exposed to them and supporting them. So, moments like that, and then remembering playing football at Eagleville Primary School, moving up the ranks, being uh, threatened by my coach that if I miss another shot at goal, I'm going to be benched. And, you know, uh, that, that, didn't, that didn't work out too well, but there was not really anyone else playing in that position. So, you know, and my dad used to come and watch all the time. So, you know, you can't bench a player when their dad is like there. <laughs> so the coach, his name was Mr. Hungwe. He would just, he just play me. <laughs> uh, and I remember asking for like gold Nike boots for uh, like a young age. I remember, I remember them so vividly. Like I remember seeing them being worn by Ronaldo. So like Brazilian Ronaldo. And I asked my mom if she could get them for me. So she comes back from, I think it was the States. And she says, you know, I got you these soccer boots. And I'm like, oh, soccer. You know, stay. that's another one. <laughs> another fine. Got me these football boots. And, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm like, okay, okay. She, she's. She got me, and you know, in those in those days, you couldn't like send a, a a picture to your to your mom over like WhatsApp because there was no WhatsApp. So I, you know, she had to use like her imagination <laughs> to sort of, you know, find something as gold, something that has a Nike tick on it, and you know, the right size boot for this kid. So she comes with these boots, and I'm looking at them, and I'm like. Yeah, you know, they weren't gold. <laughs> they were black. They were like leather, but they weren't like, it didn't look like, <laughs> like, 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 exp I don't know. It, it, it was leather and it was black. And the, the, the tick, it wasn't really like a tick. It was more like a, it, it, was, a, it was like a hexagon. <laughs> so I'm not sure what was going on with that. And to this day, I don't even know what that brand was. But, you know, it had like a flap that you could like put on and, you know, that, that was cool. And it had like blades, like they were, I don't even know what the material was, but, you know, 
it did they did the job and I, I, I think I, I did pretty well in them. But from that day onwards I was like, you know what? Hopefully, you know, in the future we can have something that will be able to show our parents like this is what I want. And you can like download it from the internet and you know, presto, here it was, you know, good old Google. <laughs> Probably established in like nineteen seventy something, but you know, in Zoom things don't always get to you as fast as you wanted to so we were only exposed to like google in like 20 i don't know 2012 2013 and i was then able to show my parents exactly what i would want and you know they would do their best to get what i wanted and you know you'd kind of like flex at school i remember the one time she got me a pair of boots they were too small but i was like you know what they look nice. I wanted these. I am going to wear them. And, you know, they're not good for my toes. But I wore them. And, you know, I have no regrets. <laughs> because I was flexing. So, you know, you know, this time has really given me, you know, perspective on, on things. And why I have these opinions of football and where I come from and what I've been exposed to. Just memories. And I guess thank you, Kiara, for that thread because it then r reminded me of something that, you know, really meant a lot. <laughs> Obviously, people remember that moment for, for different reasons. But it, it, remind, it then reminds me that people actually, like, paid attention to what was going on at the time and... Uh, shout out to Zana for that memory and shout out to Patrick for, you know, telling the people that that goal was actually something that needed to be remembered. So I appreciate that as well. But, you know, for for those who are also not, you know, big football fans and don't really, you know, understand what we're going through and stuff, very, we know, I understand, you know, why it's like what are you guys like stressed about but you know for some of us the sport is like the be all and end all of our lives main thing i want to say just in general for everybody involved with what's happening at the moment it's really easy to get bogged down and you know you get really worried really stressed and you just want to, you want it to end, obviously. And you just also maybe just get really shy and you're in your shell and stuff like that. Find something to do and really give it your all, you know, and, and, and do that, that you, what you want to do. And really just try not to listen to the outside noise because... It's a lot, you know, you'll go on your social media pages and you'll see a lot of stuff going on with this pandemic. And then you watch the news on TV and it's the same thing that people are talking about on like every news channel and stuff. Just try to keep your head up, stay positive and don't get bogged down by what's happening at the moment. 
for example, for us as a family, we've now started watching MasterChef Australia, like as a family, much more regularly. And that seems to, you know, that takes our mind off things for a bit. I mean, it's only like an hour, but we are doing it as a family. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you look at some of the recipes and you're like, I can, I can do that. You know, I can do a mud crab curry. I just need to know where to find crabs, you know, because Zimbabwe is a landlocked country and I don't know if our waters allow for crabs to like, you know, be alive. So I would have to do my research on that. But things like that, you know, you get to do something as a family and yeah, just find something that will take your mind off things. You know, like listening to this podcast. That helps, you know. You, you can listen into this and, you know, pick up small things that you can do. Like I said, I want to get into, like, forex trading. I want to ramp up my cooking. So I might be doing that going forward. So like I said, with... What we're trying to do here on this podcast is that we wanted to not be something that's too serious. Obviously, football is the name of the game, but the game has other things involved with it. So we like to talk about pretty much anything. Don't forget to get in touch with me at my new Twitter handle at IamTakuFC. Let me know about you know, your past football memories, what you remember, you know, five, ten years ago, something that really sticks out for you. I've shared a few things that stick out for me. I guess, you know, maybe in the next episode, we can delve into the modern day stuff that's happening, where football is going now with regards to what's happening in, uh, with COVID-19. And your suggestions to how the season can sort of end and what we can do going forward. And I'm also on Instagram at Mr. Fullstop Chikonzo. Get in touch with me there. Let me know what you think about the podcast, what you like, what you might dislike. I might take it into consideration. I'm not sure. We'll see. And yeah, just let's have a conversation about these things. Really trying to ramp up my um, presence on Twitter and stuff. So get involved in the polls and, and, and all the discussions we'll be having. And I know people are getting on my back for the Marvel quotes that were going around. So Marvel had a young, you know, what, what quotes do you, you know, remember or what? What really brings back the memories when it comes to our Marvel movies. And I talked about, you know, how, you know, darkness and mm, Bane and stuff. And that seemed to irk a few people. Don't worry. That was all just bants. I know that Bane is like a major DC comic villain. But I just felt like, you know, it's, it's a good quote. You know, got to remember the good ones. Even if it's from like the DC universe. But Marvel all the way anyway. Uh, and luckily we have, I think, 
all of the Marvel movies recorded. So I might get into that. A bit of memory lane there with Iron Man and Captain America and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Life outside of football. Is there life outside of football? Yes and no. <laughs> can find some things to do. But unfortunately for a lot of us football fans, football is what it's about. And there are things that we remember about it. That sort of hammered home that it is a major part of what we do as people. We live for the football. So yeah, that's the episode for today. Like, subscribe, retweet, tell a friend that there's this podcast that's up and running. Episode 5 is on the SoundCloud link because we were having some technical difficulties here. So yeah, if you are looking for episode 5, it's on SoundCloud. You can listen it, listen to it there. Uh, yeah, so guys, keep safe. Mm. It's, it's, it's a tricky time, so keep your heads up, keep smiling, keep doing you. And remember, always think outside the box. Hey, all right. Cheers. Bye.